The Outside Lands Music and Arts Festival is one of the most anticipated festivals in the country. Taking place in beautiful San Francisco, California, fans flock to the fest from all over the world. The Outside Lands team consistently bring the best acts together for one of the most exciting gatherings of the summer. So, how does a band get to a point where they're playing in front of tens of thousands of people in a park in San Francisco? Well, they hit the road and they carve out their reputation gig after gig. Outside Lands Radio and TuneIn, in collaboration with Gildan, will embark on that journey this summer. In this five-episode podcast series, we'll go beyond the music and out onto the road to find out what these road warriors do to stay human, sane, and comfortable on the road. This is The Road to Outside Lands. Just a friendly disclaimer, this podcast features adult language and topics. If you're around kids, please know that parental discretion is advised. Episode 4, You Could Be Digging Holes. Last time on the road to Outside Lands, we hung out with Mondo Cosmo on the grounds at the Firefly Music Festival. We learned a bit about his history as a musician and talked to him about his hit single, Shine. If you haven't heard the previous episode, be sure to check it out. This time around, we continue our conversation with Mondo, find out how he stays comfortable and sane on the road, and we learn more about his band and crew. All right, what's been your favorite festival so far? I know this is like choosing your children, but what's it been like this year? Sounds like Bonnaroo was pretty special, huh? Bonnaroo was easily like hands down. It was just like, that was our moment. Like, I really feel like we, we arrived that moment. It was like, wow, like we made our mark. Um, but Sasquatch was like, holy moly, man. Like we were on the main stage at Sasquatch and like the- There's the gorge. The beauty there that is just like, it was, it was unbelievable. That was, that was crazy. Governor's Ball was great. Um, Boston Colin was amazing. Uh, we we went swimming in the ocean at um, Hangout. At Hangout. <laughs> we were down there. And then Shaking Knees was great too. That was our first I festival. Shaking Shake Knees. Knees. No. It was really good. It was like it was about to rain, and the crowd was just like, "Let's go." But they didn't care. I was like, "Wow, this is awesome." That's a perfect audience. That's like the Mondo Cosmo audience yeah. right there. Yeah. Wet, like wet and angry. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so this is probably going to be a bus tour. You on a bus yet? I don't know. No, no, I no. hope so. We did. We just had a bus on the Bastille tour, and it spoiled me like you wouldn't believe. Like, I um, I hope so. If it sells out, it will be. Yeah. <laughs> so you know. But um, we're trying to be really smart with like how we're you know like sure. yeah. Because I don't want to. I don't want to sell T-shirts for forty bucks. I like selling t-shirts for 15 bucks. Yeah. Like, I hate that. I, I, I hate that. So, if we gotta sacrifice stuff here to make stuff like that available, like, that's it's the right thing to do. That's good stuff. And that's obviously exponentially gonna pay off anyway as you grow your fan I hope base. So, man. I, yeah. yeah, I just, I remember being that kid that couldn't afford that shirt. Yeah. It sucks. I don't wanna, I don't wanna be that guy. No, and, and, and the, the smart strategic decision too, we were talking to Dawes about this, and their whole fear was, as soon as we get to the bus, like if and when we get to the bus, we just don't want to go back. Yeah. So like we're gonna we're gonna wait as long as we can before we start kind of traveling. That's great advice. That way, yeah. you know. Yeah. So where were you right before this show? I'm gonna go back a little bit. Where were you right before this show? Where'd you play last? The Bastille tour? We just did like six festivals. We just did um, Boston Calling. Dude, we played Bonnaroo, and it was the best show I've ever been a part of. It was, I mean, 15,000 people just giving it. Just, like, giving it, man. It was a nighttime show, and it was just, like... I was in the show, and I didn't know how good the show was until the next day when I was reading about the show, and I was like, wow, like, 
That was like a moment. I didn't even know I was in it. You know, it was just like, wow, man, it's, it's powerful. They were there to hear Shine. They knew they needed to be there to Dude, see seeing like 15,000 people sing along, like, in my guest bedroom. I recorded in my guest bedroom. And on Sunday I'm on like the main stage at Bonnaroo. It's like, come on, man. That's not... Yeah. Alright, the band's getting really loud backstage, so we take a break, have a beer, and come back in a second. Alright, switching up. So, what's the best piece of advice about being on the road that you've gotten from another band? Another artist? Anything come to mind? Yeah, Black Francis. Uh, Charles from um, the Pixies told me how to get like a perfect monitor mix. So I'm not going to share with anybody because it's a secret. Um, but, well, in uh, his case, the monitor has to go to 13 for yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> he told you too then. <laughs> um, no, but like I, I love like meeting the dudes that have been doing this for a while and like and getting just soaking up anything from them, man. You know what I mean? It's just like that dude's a legend. He's a legend. And like for him to have an honest conversation about monitors with that guy was like it's awesome. You know what I mean? We talked about everything, but like that was the one thing I was like, I'm gonna take that with me. You know, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's a singer too. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Uh, when you're on stage, you know it's gonna be a, a hot one. You're at a festival. What do you wear on on stage to be comfortable? Dude, How do you rock e- it? Even if it's not hot, we are drenched by the end of the set. It sounds just like, like it's- yeah. Tomorrow's gonna be a mess. I can't wait to see the stupid footage you guys get of us walking off the stage because it's going to be a train wreck. Um, yeah, I mean, um, even if it's like a chilly night out, like Bonnaroo was chilly, we still wore t-shirts, we're like, we're going to be soaked. By the end of the first song, you're soaked, you know? It's just like, how can you not play in front of 15,000 people and not like be soaked by the end of the first song, you know what I mean? You're not trying hard enough. Try harder. You're rocking a fresh Run DMC t-shirt right now. What was your favorite band t-shirt when you were a kid? Or get, or your top five? Like, which ones did you rock a lot when you were younger? I had a, a Who shirt that I loved that got stolen. Um, I think I had a Boys to Men shirt that I loved. I had a Citizen Dick shirt. Do you remember that? It was like, Jay, what was the Citizen Dick thing? It was like... Oh, Citizen was like, Dick, yeah. Was that the band that was in Singles? Was that the name of the band? So it was like Eddie and like all those guys. But I had a Citizen Dick shirt, yeah. I wish I still had that, man. That was a great shirt. Yeah. After the break, we continue our conversation with Mondo, learn more about the band, crew, and their pre-show ritual. You're listening to the Road to Outside Lands podcast series. We're out on the road with Mondo, Cosmo, and Daz this summer, learning how they focus on the basics to stay comfortable on tour. This podcast is made possible by Gildan. Just like Mondo Cosmo fans, Gildan is passionate about music and staying comfortable. Upgrade your basics today at gildan.com. All right, this can go back to your to ECC days. What's your favorite story about a crew member? Like oh, some crazy shit that the tour manager or crew guy got into. Anything come off the top of your head? Remember, fuck me. I like all my guys are pretty straight laced. Um, we lost on ECC one time. We had a van. We had a tour manager. His name was Derek, and our van lost the ability to go into reverse during a six-week national tour. So for six weeks, this poor guy had to figure out. 
like he was always 20 minutes ahead of where he needed to be because he had to figure out how to get into anywhere without using reverse. And if you can imagine like every parking lot, parking spot, it was like, <laughs> it was the most impressive thing I've ever seen. It was amazing. We had to get out and push it a couple times, but other than that, it was like. Pretty cool metaphor though, don't go back. Don't ever go back. Don't go back. Walk us through Mondo Cosmo and Josh's prep. Like you just rolled up to the venue, you walk in the back door, you load in. What's your kind of general routine? We are like, we're still trying to figure out how to play some of these songs. Like we're, these, it's such a new project where it's like, we're trying to like, so if you see us on, on stage sound checking, you'll see us like figuring out parts that we're gonna do for the first time that day. And it's, it's exciting, man. Um, we do a vocal warm-up as a band before we go on, and we do a band huddle before we go out. And um, it's my favorite thing is that band huddle before we go on stage. I just love it. And it's like, um, lately Chris has been, my bass player has been doing the, um, he, he does the, the, the prep talk, the, the warm-up talk. And he's always like, you could be digging holes, you could be driving Ubers, you could be serving Italian food, but not tonight, tonight. We're, we're, you know what I mean? And it's just like, it gets me, man. And it's like, it puts me in that headspace of like, yeah, like, I, it's awesome. So now you're gonna watch 15,000 people sing the lyrics to your song. Yeah, and it's like, I get goosebumps, man. Tons. The next day, Mondo was gracious enough to invite us up on the side of the stage as the band warmed up right before they went on. <laughs> And breathe, nice and light. All right, cool. It looks like Chris is going to lead the band in the pre-show huddle, just like Mondo told us about. We could be digging holes. Yeah, baby. Huh? You could be driving Ubers. Oh, uh-huh. You could be taking it. fucking Italian orders. Yeah. yeah. You could be getting coffees. Right. You could be washing dishes. <laughs> but we're not. not true. Today we're a firefly. Firefly? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man on three. One, two, three. Oh, oh man. man. All right, guys. Have a good show. You too, man. Yeah. I wrote this song in my guest bedroom. I recorded it in my guest bedroom. And if you know the words, please help us sing along. The song's called Shine. We'd like to thank Firefly for having us and you guys for showing up really, really, really appreciate it. God bless you. Have a great day and be safe, yeah? Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Road to Outside Lands, built in collaboration with Gildan. Keep comfortable and upgrade your basics today at gildan.com. This podcast is produced by Jenner Pasqua, edited and mixed by Kevin Karegian. Special thanks to our production crew, Abby Barrent, Jeremy Lavoie, and Andrew Broadhead. Sound recordist on the Mondo Cosmo episodes was Rodrigo Salvatierra. The series is executive produced and hosted for TuneIn by me, Charles Raggio. Keep it locked to Outside Lands Radio for more episodes. Thank you for listening, and we will see you down the road.
my heart. 